Well, it was a win from the ages. My buddy Doug Bernstein just sent me a photo. There's a great time lapse out there of when the last second ticked off the clock and then 20 seconds later, and it shows just the players on the field, and within 20 seconds, not a square footage of space that wasn't taken up by a fan, that it was just the incredible celebration and uh, the Wolverines having some great, great memories. Yep. What comes next? Is there a ceiling to what this team can accomplish? We welcome in Angelique Changelis, the uh, Michigan beat writer for the Detroit News. Good morning, Angelique. Good morning. Good morning. This The snow that's following this morning reminds me of, of the 2021 Michigan-Ohio State game when we all felt like we were in a snow globe oh, watching yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, but we were in the press box, so we just watched it. <laughs> Why do you have to tell everybody our secrets? <laughs> so when you, when you look at this team, they're taking on Iowa, number 17, Indianapolis come this weekend. Uh, I mean, I, I always worry when people say something's a lock. Well, I, I feel like this one is. It's, I mean, when you consider the Iowa offense and, and Michigan's defense, it'll be going against. I mean, this is. This is not a very productive offense and, and hasn't been. And, and obviously Kirk Ferentz and, uh, you know, his son had been the offensive coordinator. That obviously has not worked out. and He's no longer calling the plays, but it didn't get much better. And, you know, they lost Cade McNamara, the Michigan transfer quarterback, who was going to change the offense at Iowa. They lost Eric All, the other Michigan transfer, the tight end, both to injuries. And, and this offense just doesn't get clicking. Now, Iowa's defense is very good. But but without an offense, I mean, I think the point spread's like three touchdowns, and and you know, I, that sounds about right going into this one. Angelica, my my thing was I we we know at this point now uh, that Michigan can beat Ohio State, but we got to beat everybody else now. Well, they beat Ohio State and Penn State with an acting head coach too, and Sharon Moore. I mean, there was no Jim Harbaugh on the sideline. And they were able to to finish off the regular season with those wins, and and obviously, obviously Saturday, but. But you're right, and, and this team has been very much motivated, at least entering the season, winter conditioning, and then spring ball, with that loss to TCU in, in the national semifinal. I mean, they were Michigan was favored by a touchdown. Everybody saw that game. J.J. McCarthy threw two pick sixes. Um, certainly didn't go the way they had planned. And, you know, they, they set out what Blake Quorum said in July, it's championship or bust, and, and they feel like they are on that path right now. Well, here we go. It seems like they – absolutely could beat Iowa moving on to the third straight college football playoff. We don't know the seeding yet and who's going to play what or who, how do you think they fare? Can they win a semifinal game? Well, they have to Jamie. I mean, that's, that's been their, their block the last two years. I mean, obviously they faced the Georgia team after the 2021 win over Ohio state. That was just phenomenal. I mean, I, I called that like the first offensive series when I watched the the Georgia defense just push this Joe Moore award-winning mm -hmm. offensive line back. Um, but this is a different team, and and it's it's got different leaders, and it has different abilities. And this is not a Joe Moore award-winning offensive line, but they are finding ways to move the ball. If JJ's hobbled, that you know they ran the ball 32 straight plays against Penn State. So I think this is a team that's that's got all sorts of different weapons and they use them when they need to and and but they have to use a mental weapon and they have to get over that block of of the national semifinal they have to find a way to win that game and it, it's going to take every facet of it and and the mental approach I think that they've been winning you know they they know that what they have to do and and that's the way they've approached each week. We certainly Angelique, we seem to have discovered just how badly hobbled JJ was. You mentioned the thirty-two 
uh, straight run plays. Um, certainly, it was a totally different guy, and his footwork was very much in play on Saturday. Do we know what the injury was, and is it truly in the rear view? Well, I don't know if it's in the rear view. I don't think anybody at this point in the season, you know, they're all, they're all banged up, and, and it's, it's the toll of a 12-game of a 12 game regular season, and now they're going to play a 13th game. And, and I do wonder going into that one, depending on, on the kind of lead they build, are you going to see more of the early season approach when J.J. pretty much sat every fourth quarter until November? Um, I think he played the full game against Rutgers, and that was it. And and that allowed and same with Blake Corum and let that allow them to stay fresh and, and to to um, to be ready for the next game. But yeah, it's been a lower body injury. It was definitely an ankle coming out of the Penn State game. He was limping, but then you see him jumping around celebrating. And the same thing going into Maryland. You know, he came out with with ice on his knee, and and so there's been some discussion that maybe there's a knee issue as well. But you know, a lot of it's adrenaline, and they get through those games, and and you know, you can say, oh, well, he was celebrating or jumping around. But it, it's a different, you know, you are, you're feeling the joy, and and that takes the pain away. But they're they're definitely going to to watch that, and and I do think if if they can build a, a healthy lead against Iowa, that that you give JJ a chance to rest. You know, it was sad that Zach Zender suffered that broken tibia and fibula, um, but he's doing well. He does, the operation went well, how much of a motivation will his injury be to the team? Well, also well, protection yes, JJ. Yeah. And yes, and protection yes, of JJ. you're absolutely right. I mean, he's their best offensive lineman. I mean, their right guard. And um, in that moment, I mean, that team really responded. Obviously, Blake Corum ran 22 yards right after that for the touchdown, and he held up 6-5 for Zach Zinner. And, you know, he's a captain on this team. He and Trevor Keegan are the captains on uh, from the offensive line. And you know, it's a it's a huge loss, and it was interesting how how Shro Moore decided to to go with the line after that, moving Carson Barnhart from right tackle to right guard. He is their mo- most versatile guard player. I'm sorry, offensive lineman, and and then they brought Trent A. Jones in at right tackle. So it's gonna be really interesting to see if that's the lineup they stick with. Again, it's not been it's not been a Joe Moore award winning offensive line. There's been some issues, so that that's a big that's a big hit to this, a big loss to this offensive line, and. Um, boy, it's going to be really interesting to see how they, how, what the starting five is going to look like and if it's going to look like it did at the end of the game. Only a few seconds left, Angelique, but with Sharon Moore's performance over the now, uh, I think, five games that he has coached, does he become Jim Harbaugh's heir apparent? Should Harbaugh jump to the NFL? Well, I do. I think he's somebody, even if Jim Harbaugh stays, I think it's something that you work into Sharon Moore's uh, contract as a, as the um as the coach and waiting, I guess they call it. And I, I think that's something that Sharon Moore has earned. And, and I think, you know, he certainly has the blessings of Jim Harbaugh to, to be able to handle the team, mm-hmm. especially these last three weeks. So I, I do think that that's uh, Sharon is definitely in that, in that seat right now. All right. Well, we will look forward to uh, the big 10 championship and hopefully what comes next. I don't want to count any victory before it's hatched, but Bring on those Hawkeyes. Angelique, thanks so much for spending your morning with us. Thanks so much. Have a great week. You too. Your headlines when we come back.